it's back to school time and you're probably in preparation mode thinking about all the things that you need to do for the brand new school year you're getting your schedule ready you're gathering all your supplies and in the midst of all of the curriculum choices the planning and the goals it might feel overwhelming to actually think about your self-care and i'm sure you're thinking hey there's no time for that let me get all this together and then i'll focus on my self-care but what if you switch that and said let me focus on my self-care so that i can do everything well well in this episode i want to share the importance of having a self-care action plan of setting some boundaries and then really incorporating prayer and meditation on god's word because trust me focusing on your self-care now is going to have major benefits for you and your children and it's going to pay off in the long run remember it's not selfish and it's the key to being the best version of yourself for your family so if this sounds like something you might need then go ahead put some peppermint and frankincense oil in your diffuser reheat that coffee and grab your reflection journal because it's time to catch your breath Hey homeschool mom, are you feeling a little stressed out? Are you tired? Are you downright exhausted from trying to do all the things? Are you feeling overwhelmed by everything you think you should be doing? Or are you afraid that you're just not doing enough? Well, I want you to know two things. Number one, you are not alone. Trust me, we all have these feelings. And number two, you're in the right place. I'm Inga Masik and this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. Here, we'll talk about the fears and the emotions that we usually keep to ourselves. And you're going to get some practical strategies to reduce your stress and to make your journey a little easier so you can walk in the freedom and the joy of homeschooling. So whether you need a moment to laugh, a moment to cry, a moment to yourself, or something in between, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. Ready? Set? Can you believe that it's already back to school season? What? I can't believe it, but it is. And if you're feeling a little overwhelmed by your long to-do list, then you are not alone. And I want to invite you to join me over in our free community. It's really the place where you can connect with other moms that are on this exact same journey. And we're going to learn all about integrating self-care into our homeschool as well as making sure that we reflect and that we celebrate those wins that we have and then come and talk about the challenges we have and figure out a really strong plan it's just an extension of this catch your breath podcast where we can dive in a little deeper to some of the things that we're talking about and get that support with other moms who are going through the same thing that you're going through one of the best things that we can do is recognize that we are not on this journey alone and i know that i know that the devil wants you to feel like when you have that bad day that you're the only one that's having that bad day so if you can join in the community then you'll know that you are not alone and you have a bunch of moms celebrating with you and then we want to be there to encourage you and you have something to offer too so you can come and encourage others you'd be surprised how being in a community reminds you that you have so much to give so join us over there go to the show notes hit the link introduce yourself and i can't wait to see you there i love the episodes where 
can talk about some simple, practical ways that we can implement these things that we're talking about. And understand, I know that simple does not equal easy. So if you're feeling like this feels simple, but it doesn't feel easy to implement, then you are not alone because that is just 100% normal. But before we get into this episode, I have to check in. How are you doing this week? How has your week been going? How's your weekend been? I hope that you found some time this weekend to rest, rejuvenate, recharge, refresh. And if you have not, then I hope that you will start to plan now to do that this weekend. And really every day, if you can find 10 minutes, 15 minutes, ideally 20 minutes to just focus on yourself, it's going to do you so much good. This morning we were rushing because we still are wrapping up camp, my children's first time really in a summer camp and finally got up and started to move. I didn't know if I was going to have time to do my part for my self-care, which is sitting on the front porch before it gets too hot in this South Carolina weather. And I still decided to make that time. And so it was shortened. I like to do it for about 30 minutes. I was only able to do it for about 10 or 15 minutes, but it was beautiful with the breeze and just calming, thinking about my day, thinking about what I wanted to accomplish and really thinking about how I wanted to feel throughout the day. And so that that's a part of my self-care. And so even though it wasn't the full amount of time that I was able to do it, setting aside that time, I believe really helps me as I move into my day. And I know that that is true because yesterday I had to work. I, I teach youth mental health first aid and I had a, a class that I needed to teach in the morning and I needed to get up early and do it. But I got up and started moving in, trying to remember if I had done different things and didn't have an opportunity to take that time apart from myself and do that thing that's important for me, which is sit on the front porch. And I felt it. So this is what we're going to be talking about today is just intentional about focusing on that piece that you need, basically filling yourself up what you need to be able to pour into everybody else. So are you ready? All right, let's start. Homeschooling my children has been one of the most amazing and fulfilling things that I've ever done. But honestly, it's also been one of the most stressful things that I've ever done because it's not just the educational part. You're juggling so many things. And when you take on that role as the teaching parent, there's a, it feels weighted. You know, it feels beautiful and there's all these amazing things about it. But if you're feeling the weight of that, that's very normal. And one of the things that can really break us down and stop us from being able to do this for the long haul is when we have so much stress and exhaustion consume us that we can't move forward. And I remember those days when I felt like I was juggling homeschooling responsibilities, all of the house school tasks, my own well-being, my autoimmune disease, just everything, even working. And it just felt so weighted. And not that I'm not juggling those same things and not that I never feel stressed or I never feel exhausted. I still feel those things. But one of the things that has really changed is I've been intentional about recognizing when I'm feeling that way and being proactive in doing something about it. And that has actually had to happen before I actually get into the throes of it so that 
we know that when we're feeling that way, these things that we're going to feel that way. Basically, we know that we are going to have a hard day. We know that we're going to have some stress because stress is a part of life. Stress is a part of the falling world. But what I love about being intentional about that is that you have a plan in place for when that happens. And when you can do that and really think about what you're going to do when that time comes, it honestly does not feel as stressful. It doesn't feel like it takes you out. And so through a lot of trial and error, I discovered some key things that I needed to do. And those things have transformed my homeschooling journey and they've helped me to be able to prioritize peace over the chaos. Notice I say prioritize the peace over the chaos because the chaos is sometimes still there because of life. But I've been able to focus on how do I take care of myself? And some of it did come from having to be able to juggle that as a teacher and as a principal running a school and as a managing director within an organization, making sure that I was taking care of myself. It did not come, honestly, without lots of trial, lots of error. And so I remember myself going through those moments where I was crying in my closet, if I can just be honest with you. My closet is, is my peace place, <laughs> especially if I have a, a nice size closet, I'll just like to go in there. Um, and so not that I don't do that anymore, but I always have a plan moving forward. And so I want to share with you the strategies that have been able to work for me and that I've been able to cultivate because as you learn more, you're able to do better. And I want to give you three areas and three specific things that can help you to prioritize your self-care and help you during those stressful times. And I want you to think about that now as you're planning your school year. Those three things are being able to create a space for self-care, to prioritize some boundaries, and then to find peace through prayer and scripture. These are the things that have helped me and I want to be able to share them with you. So first of all, when I talk about creating space for self-care, it's really about intentionality. I believe that we have to be intentional. As you've probably heard me say before, if you listen to this podcast, that when people say we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I think that is a true statement. You do have to cross the bridge when you get to it. But I also think that you need to plan for crossing the bridge. So bring some equipment, know that the bridge is coming, think about what are those things you're going to do? If the bridge doesn't come, it doesn't mean that that it's bad for you to prepare. And so you just want to think, be intentional about that. So what does that mean? It means that in order to manage our stress effectively, we have to create those spaces within our daily routines. Why do we want to do that? Because taking care of ourselves really helps us to be able to show up for our children and one of the things that it helps us to do is around those areas of patience. It helps us to be more patient. And the most, the other important part is it helps us to be able to fully engage with our children. We have to engage in our children in order for them to be engaged in the learning. Let me say that again. We have to be able to fully engage with our children in order for them to engage in the learning. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not able to do that. So this is the place where I want you to think about creating a specific action plan. Action plans are what we use 
usually in our workplace, right? We think about those tasks and those goals that we have to do, and then we create the actions that we need to do to be able to accomplish those goals. Well, we can do that in our homeschool. We should do that in our homeschool. We've got to think about what are the actions that we need to take and be specific and intentional about them. And that is where alignment is going to come in between the thing that we want and the thing that we're doing to get there. So as we think about our self-care, we want to think holistically. And in the previous episode, I talked about those eight areas that we can focus on that make up who we are. And that was talking about looking at our environment, looking at our social well-being, looking at our intellectual well-being, looking at our occupational well-being, financial well-being, all of those pieces. And I won't go over those again, but go back to the previous episode that was episode 14 and you'll be able to find information about that. So when you look at those places, if you go into our community, I have given you the self-care action plan. You want to print that out and then you'll want to look at each of those areas and determine what are the people, the programs, and the activities that I can do in within this domain, within that area, that's going to make sure that I take care of myself. So for instance, if we're talking about the social well-being um, and that's where the relationship comes in as a part of that. If I think about those people within that, I've got to think about my children, obviously, my family, my my spouse. But then I also want to think about my community, the women that I'm interacting with, my friends. Then you can think about what programs or activities. So programs might be if you guys are doing some sort of um, Bible study together, you know, some churches have small group that you can do family together. You can do whatever those programs are that matter to your family, you're putting that in there. And then you want to think about the activities. So what activities can you do? What things does your family love to do? For us, it would be board games, it would be movie night, be putt-putt, those type of things. And put that in there. And even though that sounds like, where I'm going to really take time to do that, sometimes when you're in the throw of schooling and, and life, you can't think about what are those things that we need to do to take care of that aspect of myself and it could just even be family worship one-on-one time any of those things so you want to put that in that space and then you're going to do that for each of the domain you may not have people programs and activities in each of those categories but you want to think through that because when you and i'm going to give a little more information on that in the community so you can kind of see what that looks like and how you walk through and try to see if you can find at least one or two things in each of those areas, each of those domains. The next thing that was really able to help me was prioritizing and setting boundaries. We have to understand the importance of setting clear boundaries as a homeschooling mom because they are really our protective shield and they safeguard our time and our energy because we can be constantly drained as we're doing this. And so there, Setting boundaries is going to help us to prevent burnout and it's going to help us to prevent that emotional exhaustion that can happen. We've got to create a really healthy balance between our homeschooling and our personal life so that we're better equipped to do this long term, especially if you've committed to doing this for the whole time that your children are in school till 12th grade. To be able to do this, we've got to communicate our needs. We've got to learn some strategies that will help us to express our needs to our family. I know that this is hard for me. It has been hard for me sometimes to really say what I need because I feel sometimes like that's selfish to say, I just need a moment by myself. And I've been able to 
say that in love and explain to my family why I'm saying that and why I need that. And so I can say simple things like, okay, I need everybody to just take 15 minutes in your room to take some quiet time so I can have some quiet time. Or I'll tell them I'm going to go in my closet for about 20 minutes so I can pray and refresh and rejuvenate. And they understand that. And I want to be able to model that for my children so that they can see that that's not selfish, that it's necessary. And what I try to do when I've had that time is come back better so they can see, oh, this is actually a benefit for all of us when she's able to do that. When we set the boundaries, it's also going to help us to balance our responsibilities. We want to have a really healthy balance between our responsibilities as a homeschool mom, as a wife, as an individual that has unique needs and interests. And so as we set boundaries around each of those, then we say, okay, now I can, I can handle and juggle all of those things. The other thing that setting boundaries and establishing our boundaries can do is really help us to have more meaningful and fulfilling relationships with our family. How does that do that? Because when we teach and model how we respect each other's needs, respecting our own needs, we're really modeling for them how we respect each other's needs and it encourages us to have open communication. Remember our children are always watching. They're always looking to see what does it look like to take care of ourselves. What does it look like to have boundaries? And we can model that for them by speaking about it, talking about it, and then teaching them how to have that. I know with my children, I have to teach them that sometimes, you know, they play with each other all the time. But sometimes it's okay to say, I'd like some time for myself. Prioritizing boundaries is also an act of self-compassion for ourselves. If we can really embrace the idea that taking care of ourselves is vital for our overall well-being, then it can impact our ability to care for others. And so we have to think about ourselves as we would think about somebody else. Because a lot of times we are able to look at the needs of someone else and say, I got to do this for them. But what about looking at the needs of ourselves and say, I've got to do this for me. And what helps me not to feel selfish about it is recognizing that when I do that for myself at the best ability that I can, then I'm able to do it for others well. And then we also want to tailor our boundaries for our lifestyle. As you're thinking about the different ways that you want to set your boundaries, you're going to find the ones that resonate the most with your lifestyle and your homeschool. And what's great about that is it's going to be unique to everybody. So I want to encourage you around setting boundaries because that has been transformative. It's been probably one of the most challenging things for me, but it's been one of the most transformative things. And anytime I start to see the results of not setting boundaries, I know, okay, you need to set a boundary right now. You need you need some time for yourself. You need to figure out how you can kind of draw the line around certain things, or rather I think of it, draw the circle. The final thing that has helped me, and I would say it's probably the most important thing, is prioritizing and finding peace through prayer and scripture. What has been so important to me is focusing on my relationship with God and what his word says about what I'm trying to do and how I'm trying to do. And I have just truly prioritized turning to his word and then talking to him all of the time when I need comfort, when I need strength, and when I need assurance. One of the ways that I do it is keep a hymn in my heart. 
one of the ways that I just meditate on scripture, because many of the hymns come from scripture, is I'll just sing hymns throughout. I'll sing hymns to through my to my children during if they're doing something. <laughs> um, and so that I'm saying, be creative about how you do that. I like to have scripture on sticky notes. Put it in our homeschool room. Put it on our board. Put it inside my lesson plan book. Put it put it inside where we if we've struggled. If you're struggling with a topic. Put a scripture that helps you. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Put that in the book. Teach them to meditate on scripture. And if those scriptures are not readily in their mind, you haven't memorized it. The Bible says pray without ceasing. So you can pray at all times. Those are simple ways. But I'm telling you that when you actually meditate on that scripture and you keep it, you too truly do find peace. And that is one of the most important ways that I can prioritize self-care, that I can be intentional about self-care. So remember that as you create a self-care action plan, it's really not a luxury. It's not something that you can do once you have time. It's something that you have to prioritize for your overall well-being and for the success of your homeschool journey. Think of it as preemptive to preventing burnout. When you do that, you're going to notice a change in your homeschool. And if you start here and go into your homeschool this way, I promise you, it's going to transform what you do and how you do it because it's going to transform you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms who get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses under Understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath. <laughs>